0: I believe we are all hardwired to be creative and the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hello, my dear, sweet, fellow, multi passionate creative. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Coco, and this is The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. I'm super excited to have you here today, episode five, because I want to treat these solos with Coco in a way that feels like a check-in, and you can hear what I'm learning and walking through from the week. I'm always coming up with metaphors and moments of clarity on this entrepreneurial, creative, self-development journey. It's it's all one thing. It's all just aligning further and further and closer and closer to my true self right and decreasing the the fucks that i give about certain things and just becoming more and more and more at home with my creative self and i believe that when we tend to our creative self when we really get to know her and really tap into her beauty, that ideas will come and feel safe with us, and then more ideas will come and feel safe with us. And it has absolutely been my experience over the last few months. And it wasn't even, at first, it wasn't even a thing where I'm like, I'm going to turn towards my creativity and nurture my creative self. Like, the language of it came way after I was fully committed to it. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. I was just, I was coming out of, well, I was going, like I explained before, I was going through a tough time with my mom being sick. And I just instinctively turned towards my creativity. And I started to realize that the more I showed up in the space of creating, the better I felt. And the better I felt, the better, I felt more broadly. And so I started really looking at all the ways that I could tap in. And then the download for being a multi passionate and having that be a superpower that came and so all these kind of ideas around Coco, the inspirationist came on the back of me, just pouring into myself for no other reason other than to feel better. And gosh, I'm so grateful because it has been such a beautiful ride to this moment right here, and I can feel myself growing and stretching, and I also am so in love with this moment right now. I don't want to get stuck in the trap of always feeling like I'm not there yet. If you listen to entrepreneurs, I think that is one of the things they all like the ones that have been really successful that they all kind of allude to is that I wish I had known and I'm just connecting a dot right now in my head, so I'll share. I wish I had known, you know, taken more time to just enjoy where I was at instead of always wanting to be someplace different and bigger and more, right? So this feels the, like the exact same idea as how I kind of took on my body image. I wanted to, for a very long time, I struggled. I mean, I still struggle, but not on any level like I used to, of like just the chatter, the noise in my head about my body. And I don't know when it happened. It just kind of like, I started hearing myself say, That I don't know why I give myself a hard time, because anytime I look at old pictures, I always think to myself, wow, I looked great, and I was tormenting myself. I wish I had known that then, to just, like, not do that, and realize that I'm actually totally worthy of being that version of myself in that moment. So... I started just meeting those thoughts anytime I looked at old pictures. And, you know, that's through having two children, you know, everything changing. And I still feel firmly, I firmly believe that I'm going to look back at pictures of myself right now when I'm older and think, holy shit, I was in my prime. What was I, what was I taking any energy to worry about? right? And so now I feel that so deeply, and I, it feels like it's kind of permeated other places too. I feel that way about motherhood. Like, I care deeply about the type of humans I am putting out in the world. I care deeply about the way they interact with the world. I care very deeply about their mindsets and their I'm so focused on just like their baseline of the things that they will tolerate, won't tolerate, you know, their level of acceptance, right? Like I have a super high standard when it comes to accepting people. Everybody's welcome here. Everybody. If you are a kind person, That's all that's required to be here. That's all. And I want that for my kids too. So it's kind of permeated everywhere because it's like, there's this whole mom culture, or I noticed when I first started having kids, I mean, everybody's just swimming in anxiety of like, not being enough, good enough, becoming a new mom and being a, parent to one, two, three, four, however many humans is a total, I mean, it is so hard. Can we just all admit that it's so challenging? And it doesn't mean that it's hard and it's terrible. It just means that like, it's hard to be tethered to humans. It's hard to be everything to so many people. And I from a very from the very beginning I was just like looking at my mom friends when they would like complain about like uh I'm I'm such a bad mom and I'm just like the fact that you are even concerned about being a bad mom means that you're a good mom we're all good mom we're all trying our hardest like if we're just all trying our hardest that's enough and you know could I have been better, you know, a little bit more patient on this situation? Or could I have been a little bit more flexible on this situation? Probably, right? But, you know, there's a million other opportunities to rise up in front of us. And, you know, as long as the greater good is that these are great humans that are going to go follow their dreams and and know how to access their creative sides and know that anything's available to them and know that they are part of the solution, then I'm crushing it. And I think you are too. So that's, it's kind of like, and that bringing it back to, you know, building this Coco the Inspirationist, I want to enjoy this moment I want to enjoy this moment where I'm, you know, my kids are in the basement, they're hanging out, it's early on a Sunday morning, the sun's shining through into my room, everything's just shiny and beautiful, and I get to sit here and talk to you and kind of process my week process what I'm walking through. And I think that's super valuable, right? That's like my favorite thing to do with my friends is to chop it up, to analyze the lessons that we're learning, give the grace when the grace is needed. So then we're not like caring. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, my I was talking with my hands and I just smacked my microphone. I apologize. But you know, providing the grace when needed, Uh, speaking out loud things. Like, sometimes just saying things out loud helps you to grow and acknowledge. Like, that acknowledgement of whatever it is is part of the growing process. It's the beginning, right? You don't change without first going into a place of, like, seeing the thing that you want to change. That's obvious, but it's the very first integral part. So it's uncomfortable once you start realizing you're doing something that you'd like to stop doing, and then you keep noticing yourself doing it. But the acknowledgement is the the beginning part of the changing. So I think here on the solos with Coco, I think it could be beneficial for both of us to kind of hear what I'm going through. And just to be clear, a lot of the kind of general wisdom about sharing things online and in your business is to share things from scars, not wounds and while I think that that's valuable right um that's not what I'm talking about I'm not talking about like big hard terrible things and I mean because I have nothing like that in my life right now and maybe when I do I will share that stuff too but this is just kind of like, The day-to-day minutiae. And I'm really excited to shine a light on it because frankly, in this business, I am just making the things that delight me and that I want to see in the world. And I trust that you feel the same way, right? You are the person that needs to hear it. And that's why you're here. And that's why you're supporting this mission. And that's why you're taking action in your life to be more creative in all the ways and just kind of like turning up your creativity dial. So there's a few things I wanted to talk about this week. First is last week on the day after launch, I decided that I was going to, ahead of time, I decided that for my birthday, I asked my husband to take the day after my birthday off so I could launch on my birthday. And then on the day after my birthday, I wanted to go to a float center, a floating center. And I had met somebody in Philly right before the pandemic that had opened one. And floating itself had changed her life Like drastically, she was having a really hard time with anxiety and depression, and she found floating and ended up like feeling so compelled to bring this to other people's lives that she opened up a float center in Philly. And I think she's on her second location now, which is amazing. I'll link. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting her name, and I think it's called Halcyon Floats. I'll link it in the show notes. Um. So anyways, it's been on my mind, and I decided that for my birthday, I'm doing it. And I made the appointment, and my husband took the day off, and actually, he, on my birthday, he surprised me by having that day off too, so it was like a four-day weekend where he was just around and available, and I just got to, like, do my thing, have some space between taking care of children, that tethering, and being able to just like joyfully sit in the launch of this podcast. I'm sure it's clear to you by now, but I am so proud of being here and like actively doing it now that he knew how big this was to me. So he just gave me a lot of space, which was an incredible gift. And um, as as an aside, we actually don't do gifts, him and I. And that is perfect for us. When we first started dating, he, you know, when it was time for buying gifts, he was always just pretty terrible at it. And I'm sure he'd be better at it now, now that he really understands me. But when we first started dating, like, he had no clue and he had never had a long-term relationship before. So I just decided, like, after Christmas, I don't know, the first year we were together, I'm just like, let's just not let's just not do it. Let's just take it out of the expectation of the relationship altogether, because it's not joyful for either of us. And let's just like take that money and just do what we want when we want it. And um, yeah, we took it out. And I honestly don't, Like everyone always asks me what, you know, what did Tim get you for your birthday? Or like what, what did Tim get you for Christmas? And it's just like nothing, literally nothing. And it's totally fine because, you know, we might buy something for us together or like we got snowshoes that from LL Bean this winter and like those were our Christmas present, but there's no like secret buying because it's just not who we are. So time is our love language and um, mine for me specifically is like, I need like my own time and also time with him. And so he acknowledged that and was able to give that to me for my birthday. So I was able to go floating and I scheduled the appointment for 8 a.m. So I got to get out of the house nice and early and I went and floated and it was such an incredible experience altogether beforehand and, and <laughs> It was like you have to shower before and then you go in and you float. There's this, it's a deprivation tank that just has a ton of Epsom salt in it. And you float and the water and the air and your body are all the same temperature. So you don't feel anything. Like once you find a spot, you know, your body relaxes enough. You just, it's the wildest thing you feel yourself just floating. I mean, just like, it's like your head, it's just your head because you've lost, you know, we as humans, our bodies are holding it together. We're walking around, we're sitting, you know, but in the float tank, it's like I felt all of a sudden that it was just me and my brain. And it was such a cool experience. It was like, it was almost like I, I saw an old friend for the first time or like these Marco Polo friendships that I have that I've made over the last year. I have these three women in my life that have become such just like part of my life and I've never seen them in person. And it kind of felt like that, like I can't wait to get my arms around these women. One of them lives in South Africa and in uh, Brockton, Massachusetts and North Carolina. And so I have no idea when I'm going to be able to hug these women. But I know when I do, it's going to be such like a coming home. Oh, I'm going to start to cry. Such a coming home because like I know these women so well. And that's kind of how it felt Once I got comfortable in the tank and it's 80 minutes of floating, so it's a nice long extended period of time. I chose to have it completely dark and I had uh, upbeat meditation music on and it was beautiful and it felt like I was coming home to just like everything else faded away. And I just came home and I was just like, oh, hi to my to my brain, it was really bizarre. To my mind, it was just like, oh, there you are. Everything else has melted away. Everything else, your, my muscles, the, all the noise from the body, that's kind of what it is. All the noise that's reporting to your brain gets quieted. Your back that's reporting that it's hurting or like your neck is holding, you know, all of that just goes away. It goes quiet. It just goes off the grid and it was just like me and my mind. So that was such an incredible experience. And I also wanted to, before I explain to you what what the vision I had at the beginning was, which was pretty freaking special, I did want to acknowledge that right before I got in, I felt like so overwhelmed in that moment. And I wrote in my phone in my notes section, uh, I just said, it was titled Surrender, and self-care. Look what you're doing for yourself. Look how well you're taking care of yourself. Look how delighted you are with this situation. Look how much time you're getting to nurture yourself. You should be so proud of yourself. The hardest part about self-care is making time for it, not the task itself. I mean, I was just swimming in Pride and gratitude, and gratitude for myself because I would not have been in that moment had it not been for me standing up for a new experience, for a new deeper way to connect with myself. And I was just proud that I was trying something else to on that journey. Um, So I, I got in, I got comfortable. And all of a sudden, ideas were just so noisy. I saw, I I felt myself say to all the ideas, which it ended up looking like I was sitting at, you know, those tables that I mean, maybe they're in like fancy office buildings or like when you have eight kids, eight babies, and they all sit in like a circle and the mom sits in the, in like, The middle of the semicircle. That's what it felt like. And so it was like, ladies, one at a time, a table filled with me, all me's. And every one of me had an idea that they wanted to like, dig in on and talk about and like, chop it up. And I love talking ideas. I love brainstorming. My girlfriend, Arena, shout out to Arena, sassy succulents, um, which I designed that logo and it still looks fire, by the way. Uh, I also designed, um, my friend Alicia's logo, hello, pearl interiors. And that still looks so good. And that was when I was just starting, just, just starting. And it was so cool to like lift these women up. And now they're some of my closest friends, which is amazing. Um, Oh, my friend Arena uh, used to call me, still calls me, but it was so cool when she, the first day she called me her hype girl. I was so excited. She would come over and we'd like have a margarita or something and we would just talk ideas. And I love brainstorming. I love it. I love it. I love it. I can swim in potential for so long. Abraham Hicks says, milking it, uh, milking an idea. And that's exactly what I instinctively do. I love just like sitting in a hot tub of an idea and just envisioning it. Um, so she calls me her hype girl. And that's what I feel like I'm walking into in this business is like a piece of it is lifting others up. And I love that. So I was thrilled. I had this weird experience where I was like, it was me in the tub getting comfortable being like, Oh shit. And then it was like I was getting ready to watch this situation in my mind where like all these ideas were coming forward to talk. And it was so cool. It was such a cool experience because I've always felt like I had ideas flying by me. Um, Like I would say five years ago, I was in a really uncomfortable place. I had like a taste for creative work, for others creative work but I didn't have skills to make the stuff that I wanted to make so there was a lot of ideas flying by that would would frustrate me and since then I've taught myself hand lettering and I've taught myself graphic design and I've taught myself podcasting and it's just a matter of now I just there's no big lag time and all the ideas are welcome so it felt so incredible um to kind of have my brain be organized. And then I like called each one forward and it was almost just like this settling into, okay, we don't have to be chaotic, we can enjoy this flow and we can just take one idea at a time and all the other ones will be there waiting. I think that that's something that I've tweaked in my mindset recently that has really helped me move forward in all my creative stuff is I don't have to hold on so hard to ideas or like if an idea comes, uh, I don't have to necessarily do anything with it. it. I trust that they will come forward when they're ready. So we've been tossing around the idea of... Having spots in our property. We have eight wooded acres, and then on the outside of our property are more woods. So it's just like beautiful, beautiful woods. And we have some trails. We have a trail and a bridge that goes over to our next door neighbor's house. We have a campsite. We have a pull in up the street where hopefully one of my podcast conversations, Val from Gillian Phantom, they live on a school bus hopefully they're going to come and park and and live on the property for a little while for them to explore up here but we have these visions of having different places we have a little campsite that we cleared out but unfortunately it's it's not flat enough for a tent like there's so many roots and stuff so we have found a place on the property in the way back that is flat and we're building a platform and this spot is so cool. I'm so excited to share the journey of creating it. We cleared it out this past weekend. Uh, my husband got a new chainsaw, so he was like loving, kind of like clearing everything and getting it prepared. So we're putting a, a platform out there and it's grown in size and now it's 12 by 12 feet. And I'm super excited about it because a few years ago, I, was it two years ago? I rented a tiny home in the woods up in Rhode Island. I dropped my kids off at my parents and I stayed in this awesome little tiny home for like two nights. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like that for myself, like really gone out. Actually, I had gotten a hotel room the previous winter and that for the first time. And that was like, oh my gosh, how do I integrate this into my life? I love being by myself And being with myself, it's really more of a with because I just can sit in that, like my mind, it's just, there's always really beautiful things happening and um, being around other people kind of makes it messier. Um, So anyways, at this tiny home, there was a deck that extended, uh, it didn't have any railings, it was kind of low, but it was around the, 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 the end of the tiny home and i was able to put my yoga mat right there on the edge and it literally felt like i was doing yoga in the woods and i was just like wow that felt incredible incredible i was on this platform so i didn't feel like weird but it was just like i was in the woods so i've always had that in my brain and my husband loves camping and think he also understands that like camping on a platform is a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable for like me. So he's been adamant about getting the platform done. And so just the other day he decided we're doing it. So we got the, the place all cleared out. There's a, a natural fire pit. There's a bunch of rocks kind of in a circle, sunk in a circle. And there's these three trees that are kind of in this curved line that two hammocks will fit perfectly next to, and it's around the fire. And we're putting the platform kind of in front of the fire. So there's this whole kind of circle of of hangout. And I'm so excited because I'm going to have my own platform in the woods. And at first it's like, oh, I can't wait to do yoga in the woods. And then I think, oh my gosh, I can record my solos with Coco in the woods. Gosh, how amazing would that be? I would just, man, that would be like collision of so many things that I love all at once. It's it's going to happen, so stay tuned for that. But the most exciting part about this project is it. it's a practice in creativity. Because my husband designed it, which this is the first time he's designing something like this. And he's super excited because for him, he wants to learn all this stuff. He wants to be able to build a little house. I want a studio. He wants to build a little house. So this is the first part of that. He's learning how to build the foundation, right? So he's super excited about it. And we were trying to find some decking for it. And you probably know that that lumber is insanely expensive right now because of the pandemic. So my husband was all bummed out about that. And and he said, you know, I guess maybe I'll just get some plywood and we'll just have a tarp over it. And we'll just take the tarp off when we use it and put it back and we'll protect it and it'll be fine until it's not fine. And then we'll replace it. And I was like, oh, you're going to, we're going to tarp it? can I paint it? And he was just like, yeah, if you want. I was like, oh, I'm painting a mural on that. And he was like, oh yeah, that'd be so awesome. So now, and I immediately saw it. Like I immediately saw what I was going to do. I saw the colors. It was just like there. And it was there because in January I did a 30 day illustration challenge the idea for Coco the Inspirationist had just kind of dropped into my brain and I was getting ready to brand her and or brand myself. And I thought, you know, if I challenge myself and I needed a boost to spark inspiration, and so I decided to do a 30 day drawing challenge, illustration challenge, like on the iPad and Procreate, because I'd let I wanted to get better at it and I also thought that if I used my brand colors, then I would have, if something good came out of it, I could use it for the brand. And that's exactly what happened, you guys, tenfold. I would say out of the 30 days, I'm probably, anything you're seeing from me, even the graph, even the, the like lines on the right side of all my graphics for the podcast, that was one of the days, that was like day number two to that I came up with that illustration, that whatever it is, like, it's all just different colors. It, it worked so beautifully, this challenge that you can see all over my branding that that's, those are what came from those 30 days. And I did this series inside that 30 days of doing color blocked mountain scenes. And they were actually some of my favorite things that came out of that challenge. And one of them, like that concept is totally going to be the inspiration for the mural for the platform. And I'm just so excited because I love it when an idea comes and you get the idea and you don't really realize you're only getting part of the idea. You're just getting a little bit and you choose to do with that idea what you do. Like either you don't do anything with it or you do what it requires of you, right? So the 30-day challenge, I did an illustration. It felt good for that idea, right? And now I'm pulling that idea forward into an even bigger version, right? So it's going to be into real space. It's going to be a 12 by 12 space. It's going to be on wood at a campsite that we are just going to absolutely love to hang out at. And we're thinking about putting it on hip camp, which is like a Airbnb for tents, just really making it super cool and enjoyable. And the best part, I'm just, I feel flooded right now with gratitude because we are creating our own reality here, our absolute favorite reality. We are doing the things that light us up and we are turning towards our creativity as much as possible. And I'll tell you what, this life up here in Maine, I did not expect to love it so much, but this is it for me indefinitely until the next amazing thing comes forward. This is so, so good. So good. So good. So the launch went really well of the podcast. And I got a whole bunch of views. But more than that, I just am so proud of it. And it looks so pretty, all the graphics I'm really enjoying creating. And I'm proud of the conversations that I'm putting out into the world. Even solos with Coco, I can feel myself getting... There's definitely room for me to improve, but I feel connected to you. And I feel dropped in. And I feel like... You're going to resonate with this. I think that when you see me stretching and you see me growing, that it gives you permission to do the same, even if you don't even realize it, right? But I did want to share one thing that didn't go as planned for my launch. I had said I was launching my print shop and my website, and I didn't launch my print shop. I mean, I'm working on it, the print is finished, I have the printer, but the site itself, that was so much more work than I anticipated, or, I don't know, I think I knew it, I just didn't get to it, and as of right now, I'm just going to make it go live and add to it when I can, so it's pretty bare bones, but definitely go to CocoTheInspirationist.com and you'll be able to click the shop button and check out the print. The print for this season. Now, if, if you're new here, this podcast, The Spark with Coco, the Inspirationist, has seasons. And I first thought of having seasons as a solution to a problem that I felt I was going to run into. I worry about burning out burning out but more like tiring out through the years i've always been like this creative person and i could never stick with one thing and there was shame wrapped in there also even as i was putting together a project that i was super proud of there was still this layer or this this voice or this one little like idea bubble that was still old programming that was like well You're going to do it until you don't feel like it anymore. And then it's going to feel like a job. And then what? And to avoid that and to allow myself some space inside of this project, I decided to take on Seasons. And to me, Seasons felt great. Like once that idea dropped in, I was like, oh, yeah. And with Seasons comes in between Seasons, right? The whole point is to make sure that I'm building in space for my creative process. I don't want to build a business where content is just chugging out of me and you don't actually get to see me resting. You know, like it just looks so polished and that it just looks so easy. And let's be honest, creating content is not easy. It's, effort-filled. And I think the best content is when you're following Inspired Action, but it's still like planning and it's, it's, you have to do all the things. And so I decided that with the seasons, I'm going to set 10-week seasons. That felt good to me. And at first I was like, I'll take a week or two off. And then I heard this like challenging voice that was just like, okay, what's a week vacation feel like? What happens at the end of a week vacation? You always feel like you could use more, right? What's two weeks vacation? You're finally like, oh shit, this is what relaxed is. And then you're like, oh gosh, I got to go back. Three weeks is like, by the time three weeks comes around you are, can fully drop into that relaxing zone. And then also for me, at least three weeks feels like I want to get back to it. I want to get back to that. I got a new, fresh, relaxed spark and I want to get back to it. So that's what I'm choosing because you guys, I am building this myself and I get to decide what goes on in my business, I get to decide where I put my energy. And I am just really confident that if I keep showing up with inspired action, keep following inspired action, keep doing the things that light me up, show you all the things I'm doing, and talk about it, talk about the lessons I'm learning, having conversations with other people about creativity, I feel so confident that this message is going to get out to the right people that's all I can hope for. So I, sorry, I went down that rabbit hole and I lost my train of thought, but the the print shop didn't launch. It wasn't ready. I didn't have it all figured out. I've never done this stuff before. I've never set up an online shop. So not only was there the work of actually like creating the the pages and, you know, the pictures and everything, but also like figuring out how to do it because learning how to build your own website is cumbersome, right? And I should have hired it out, but that's something I'm working on. My money mindset, that was lesson learned there for sure. But By the time this episode comes out on Thursday, it'll be live and it'll be enough. And that'll be that. So anyways, I'm going to wrap it up here. You guys, this was fun. I recorded this from bed. Did I say that in the beginning? I am super cozy and I told my kids that when I turn the record player on, I'm done recording and They'll know that it's time to come upstairs and have breakfast and dance, which I'm realizing now that we do a lot of in this house. So please subscribe, like, uh, review if this means something to you. If I mean something to you, if this content is resonating, take a screenshot, share it on your social, leave a review. Reviews are the biggie. And if you do take a screenshot of your review and send it to me in a DM on Instagram and I have a free printable for you. So one of my favorite pieces of artwork I've made, it has a beautiful little story with it. And also it has a creative task along with it. So it's a super little, it's a great little download. Leave me a review. I'll send it to you. And I hope you guys enjoyed your week we're flying into the weekend again and we're going to go work on that platform. Stay tuned. I can't wait to show. Join me over on Coco the Inspirationist at Instagram and you can see the progress of the platform and all the things I'm working on. I love you. You are worthy. You are welcome here just as you are. And I'm so, so grateful for you. Go out and uh, get inspired, you guys. Have a great one.